Hello, spooky friends. Welcome to another episode of Dairyland Frights, the paranormal podcast that covers everything spooky, creepy, and mysterious in the Midwest. My name is John, and I'm here with my two co-hosts, Brooke and Megan. How you doing? Pretty good. Excited to hear a story from Megan today. Yeah, it's a good one. Nice. Nice urban legend. Uh, we, in our last episode, um, covered Slenderman. Um have you seen Slender Man at all? Has he come up, rang the doorbell? <laughs> In the last week? Uh, yeah. Not that I've seen, oh. but, you know, yeah. I have to, like, check all the pictures that I've taken from the last week to see if he's, like, lurking in the background. Right. Megan, anybody show up on your lawn, skinny, <laughs> looking weird? Well, <laughs> extra appendages. Extra appendages. That's why... That's why you got to get the ring camera so you can check to see who it is before you actually open the door. That is true. Yeah. But, you, uh, you know, John, I, I, I have that crucifix in my basement, so that's keeping me safe for now. That's true. I got to get me one of those. Now. You got to get a recharge, <laughs> Megan. We've been through this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My crystals. So, <laughs> today, Megan is, and I didn't hear about this. I don't know about you guys, but this is new, and I've lived in Wisconsin all my life. So, Kind of interesting. We're going to cover a spooky urban legend from Appleton, Wisconsin. So, Megan, take it away. All right. This story, I didn't know much about it, but John kind of told me a little bit about it, and I just had to learn more. So, this is the story that I'm going to tell you today. It's crazy. I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. So, what if I told you two that there's this mysterious tombstone in Wisconsin that is said to ooze blood under the light of the moon. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> it's like the perfect like Halloween story. Like it sitting, is. Around, sitting around the campfire that, like mm-hmm. that is so metal. <laughs> I just like saying that is so metal because that is like oozing blood. Like we did a remember uh, Brooke when you did the Pestigal fire there was some dude True. on like some stallion oh yeah thing and like, a kid riding right? a oh, stag yeah like in fire yeah yeah oh, <laughs> that is so metal mm-hmm. i love it yeah so i am hooked you got me megan i'm please tell me more yeah so this is a crazy story that's been around for like 150 years in the appleton area oh. but um You'll have to stay tuned because like a lot of the like details that come about, some things are true, some things are not. He said, she said. So I'm going to kind of cover both sides and you can kind of hear how the story came to be what it is. So it's definitely more than meets the eye. But uh, before I get started, something I thought was so funny is that this legend like really comes alive around Halloween each year in Appleton. And there's this local grocery store that makes tombstone shaped sugar cookies and they frost it with the woman's name on the grave (laughs) on the cookie. Oh my gosh. That's so cute. It's like profiting off, you know, the little, you know, legend of the town. So I think that's that's kind of fun. I love that stuff. Yeah, kind of like the hodag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the hodag and, and Penny the the sea monster thing. Yeah, Peppy. Yeah, Peppy the, the sea monster. Peppy, mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> which is on our back episodes. Please check out um, some great cryptids and some really cool stories. So. Yeah, we love our cryptids for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go ahead and get started. I just wanted to call out a few of the sources I used for this podcast. I used the Post Crescent News the Appleton Post, 
the Riverside Cemetery. So the um, actual tombstone I'm going to talk about is at Riverside <laughs> Cemetery in Appleton. And then Wisconsin Frights. So not Dairyland Frights, but Wisconsin mm, Frights. No. Yes. yes. That's a good website, by the way. I've used it yeah, a couple times. Yeah, definitely now. check it out. <laughs> yeah. All right. So as I said, this story takes place in Appleton, Wisconsin. This is a city that's located on the Fox River. And if you're not quite sure where it is. It's about 30 miles southwest of Green Bay and about 100 miles north of Milwaukee. So kind of in go that Paco. general area. Yeah, go Packo. Go yeah. Woo, we love the Packers. <laughs> All right. So Appleton is actually a pretty big city. It has about 75,000 people living there today, and that was from the 2020 census. So there might be more people, but pretty big city. Um, it was... Yeah settled back in the 1830s so it's been around for a long time and um that back in the 1830s that was actually just 20 years before this main character of my story was born so she was there like right when the place was just coming about which is kind of a cool piece of history yeah yeah absolutely all right, so this lady that I'm going to talk about, this is the lady who is buried at, underneath the tombstone that I'm going to talk about. She has a crazy name. I love it. Her name is Kate Blood. Can you imagine if you Kate had the, Blood. Yeah, the last name Blood? That's, That's so crazy. awesome. Yeah. So she has a pretty interesting story that I'm going to talk about today. And I, I, think, I feel like you'll feel for her by the end of my story. So tune in and let me know what you think. But. This lady, her name was Kate Blood. She had a really cute nickname. She went by Kitty, which I think is mm. kind of cute for like an 1800s name. So it's like a, yeah. a, a nice nickname that she went by. So you could really tell that people really loved her. Um, unfortunately, she only lived a very short life. She was born in 1851 and she died in 1874. So she was only Aww. 23 when she died. So oh, a little bit wow. sad, but a little bit yeah. of background on Kate. She was the daughter of an influential settler and actually one of the very first children that was ever born in the Appleton community back in the mid 19th century. And her father actually was pretty influential. So he was this Methodist volunteer at the time, and he quickly became this very prominent member of the community. So this entire family was held in very high regard. People really liked them. Um, Henry, that was the father, Henry Blood, he actually played a pretty significant role in founding Appleton, and he was among one of the four people who helped laid out the plots for the village, and he also laid out the plot for Lawrence University, which is a liberal arts college that is still around today. So you might huh. be familiar with Lawrence if you uh, are familiar with Wisconsin. That college was founded all the way back in 1847. So cool, mm. fun fact about that. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, so you would definitely think that, you know, being the daughter of this very highly esteemed leader would really set you up for success in life. And she did have a great life when she was alive. She married this guy named George Miller. Um, he lived from 1846 to 1916. So he actually died at age 70. So he lived a lot longer mm -hmm. than she did. But he had a yeah. really cool uh, position in Appleton. He was actually the editor of the Appleton Post, which I think would probably be a pretty cool job to have back in the day. Oh, yeah. And yeah. And then I read various sources. I'm like pretty sure Kate just had one daughter who um, 
when she died, the daughter was only two. Some other sources said she had multiple children, but I think it's hard to kind of tell. I think she only had one, but I think records have kind of been lost to time. So it's hard mm -hmm. to tell, but I'm pretty sure she just had one daughter based off of the newspaper clipping that I found, which I can link to and share later in the podcast. So, all right. So you think this is like a, a nice family, nice dad, nice daughter, you know, nice husband. So it's like, what, what could possibly go wrong? Right. So I think <laughs> in her 23 years, she had a great life. Um, she had her great family, but unfortunately she did end up passing away in a pretty tragic way and this wasn't just like tragic for her immediate family it was tragic for the entire town of Appleton you know back in the day everyone was very close to each other um really cared about each other looked out for each other so this was like this threw the entire town of Appleton out of array and back in the day she at only 23 years old she contracted tuberculosis which I thought oh. was interesting I found uh, the newspaper clipping that announced her death and they called tuberculosis, tuberculosis consumption back in the day. So she passed away mm -hmm. from consumption. So interesting fun fact. So unfortunately, Kate, she came down with tuberculosis. She wasn't feeling very good. Obviously, you know, Wisconsin isn't a great place to be, you know, in the hard winters to start feeling better. So in her mind, she was like, okay, why don't I travel down to where um, some of my other family was in Colorado so that I can live in a warmer climate, I can stay with my family, and I can hopefully improve in my condition. <laughs> well, that didn't really go too great for Kate. So she was on her way to Colorado. She didn't quite make it. She got all the way to Lawrence, Kansas before she passed away. So right. kind of sad for her, but I thought this was interesting. So she passed away in Kansas, but she was going to be buried back in Appleton. So they put her body on a train and took it all the way back to Wisconsin. I think that just like blows yeah. my mind that like that was a thing back in the day. Yeah. Just like put her right on there. Right. Yeah, throw the slab right on there. Just, just <laughs> prop her up, put some sunglasses on her. Yeah. <laughs> no one will know. <laughs> Well, hopefully she didn't have to pay for a plane ticket because she was dead. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, I guess in a way that was probably the fastest way to get someone back to where they were supposed to be buried. Because I, I don't really mm. think you, you know, go by wagon. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I just thought that That'd was be worse. interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would take way too long. The, it would be like decomposing. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, Ooh. I don't know. Can you imagine just like having the body in the back of the train or in the back of the wagon? Just like, you know, it's there. But yeah. Ugh. All right. True. <laughs> Thanks, so obviously, yeah, right. A little bit of history, <laughs> history lesson here. So obviously people loved Kate. They loved her family. Um, so this was like a big deal back in Appleton. So, you know, word of Kate's death really spread throughout the town and the Appleton Post, they completely stopped all of their presses so that they could announce her death in the newspaper. Wow. And I, yeah, and I found the exact date that the obituary was posted. So um, maybe I can put a screenshot on Instagram so you all can read it. But she passed away on, or the obituary 
excuse me, was printed in the newspaper on January 7th of 1875 in the Appleton Post. So it was pretty easy for me to Google and find, so you can read through that. But um, that was posted in the newspaper and you can read it. And I picked out one of the passages from the newspaper and it said that Kate had been fading away for a few months only and none could believe that her departure was so nigh at hand. She was of sweet and amiable disposition. So, Aww. yeah. So I really want you to start thinking about, I kind of gave like a little um, teaser last episode. So like, obviously this is a great lady. Everyone loved her. So it's like, how are these stories coming about that yeah. she's like haunting the place where she's buried? Like right, the bloody right. headstone. Like it really doesn't match with like the great life that she had. So I'm going to kind of go into that a little bit. Um, so I think with this story, there's a lot of like, he said, he said, she said, this is true. This is not true. No, this is true. This is not true. So, you know, in one way, this lady, Kate, she was like one of the first daughters of Appleton. People loved her and like, mm -hmm. they would be like so mad that we were talking, you know, right. so poorly of her nowadays. But then other accounts say like, oh, Kate blood, she was a witch or like she was an axe murderer <laughs> it's like what, what happened an like axe how, murderer yeah like how do we go from what? like sweet nice 23 year old lady to you know bleeding headstone axe murderer witch like something <laughs> went awry here yeah <laughs> so i would say so yeah luckily <laughs> i did the research for you all so you can sit back and listen and tell me what you think so oh right Ah, so there's so many rumors about Kate Blood that it's kind of hard to pinpoint where the true origins of her tale kind of came about from. And, you know, different researchers say different things. But one thing for certain is that over the years, her story has kind of been like twisted and turned and the truth is very obscured. So I think it's like one of those cases where people really build upon the story and kind of like add their own little thing here and there. So I'm going to tell you all the rumors that I found about Kate. Um, some of them, I'm going to debunk them on my own, but if you guys want to speak up, let me know. Okay. <laughs> like, mm, I don't think this sounds real. All right. So here's the first rumor. So people spread rumors that Kate Blood murdered her husband and her child with an ax before committing suicide. Wow. Yeah. And I'll kind of get into this a little bit later, but her gravesite is not with all of the other graves at the Riverside Cemetery. It's it's put off to the side in a completely different part by itself. So people really? were kind of yeah, so people were kind of saying like um like oh, you know, they they probably put her grave Didn't away from there. everyone else like bad juju, yeah. like we want to, you know, cover up the truth. Wow. But yeah. yeah. So they're saying in this first rumor, they're saying that Kate Blood was an axe murderer and she killed her family. But like if you take even 0.2 seconds to look at the headstone, you can see that her husband lived to age 70. Like he <laughs> lived a whole 42 years longer than yeah, she yeah. did. Like, something is not adding up here. So I'm going to debunk this one. She was not a murderer. She never murdered anybody. But yet people still make up these stories about her. 
But where huh. was she in Valeska, Valeska Iowa? During the <laughs> right? Oh my God, that's yeah. a crazy story. If you guys haven't tuned into that episode, that that's one of our mm-hmm. most popular episodes. You'll definitely have to tune yeah. into that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here's the <laughs> second rumor. So people flipped it, and they were saying, "Okay, well, she wasn't the axe murderer. Her husband murdered her in a drunken rage." It's like. <laughs> Yeah, she died from tuberculosis. Like that's what I'm saying. It's like okay, <laughs> dying from tuberculosis is a, is a very reasonable explanation for her death. Like there was no evidence that her husband was a bad person or he was abusive or the relationship was on the rocks. So I'm also gonna debunk this one because pretty sure that she just died from complications. So I will also debunk that one. But here is. The most interesting rumor, which I think might have some validity to it. So her last name, Blood, I think certainly kind of gave rise to some of like the dark tales that we know about her. And I'm actually going to go into Mm -hmm. a quick side story that's super interesting. So something that I actually figured out is that there are actually like other rumors in other cemeteries about people who also have the last name Blood. So I don't, I just don't know if it's like, oh, you know, it's a a scandalous or, you know, dark last name. We're going to make up stories about it. Mm -hmm. But I could see that. Yeah. So not in Riverside Cemetery, which I'm talking about, but in a different cemetery in Stevens Point, Wisconsin, there's another small cemetery called the Woodville Cemetery. (laughs) And it actually also goes by the name Blood Cemetery, which is like, wow, that's Great <laughs> name for a cemetery, like great, <laughs> great name for a final resting place, guys. Yes, but um, yeah. So this one is actually not accessible to the public, and I'll kind of get into that later. There's a lot of reasons why, but this story goes. So there was this man named Calvin Blood, not related to Kate Blood, who okay. was a veteran of the Civil War. And according to Chad Lewis, we're going to talk about him a lot. He's a well-known author in the paranormal community. He, he, like the story goes that Calvin hung himself in a cemetery tree there. So Mm. um, there Hmm. was also a similar story. I don't know which is true. A different story is a little bit different. Um, He the story goes that he was a civil war deserter. So basically this is when a soldier deliberately and permanently leaves military service before their term is up. And that's like a big no, no. So the story goes that the soldiers, the other soldiers of the civil war, they didn't like this and they actually hung him at the cemetery. So either way, this guy did not make it. Right. Um, And there's a sort of story that he was hung at a tree in the cemetery, but whichever one you believe or don't believe there's some very like spooky things that happened there. So it's said that the tree that Calvin hung from drips blood, which is like, okay, this is just like the cemetery that we're talking about, like trees dripping blood, tombstone dripping blood. And I don't think these two stories are related. So it's just like, hmm, it's interesting that there's that, similarity but so like basically if your last name's blood people will just start like talking crap about you (laughs) yeah man good thing we all have chill last names right no (laughs) megan and brooke i'm changing my name to blood 
Yeah, I'm going to court. John Blood. I'm going we'll to court. John Blood. Johnny uh, Blood. Actually, that sounds pretty badass, though. Not gonna lie. John Blood. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> there like, it a, is. like a movie star name. Yeah. Damn right. I'm doing it. <laughs> Changing it on Monday. John Blood. I don't know. If Brooke Blood sounds as good. Actually, no. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's like a superhero name. Megan Blood. Yeah. No, that's not. No. 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 I'm sorry, Megan. Doesn't have a ring to it. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, all right well so yeah some other things that have happened at this cemetery people have reported seeing like blue lights floating near the spot Mm. people have like mechanical problems with their cars and here's the cool part john i might have to you know dare you to do this if you go there and you touch the trees outside the cemetery you will be cursed for life all right, yeah, this I... is what we're going to do. I'm sitting in that cursed chair from our episode with curses and everything that you can listen to. Now I'm touching yeah. the tree. So we got to touch set. the mummy. Mm, oh, the mummy yeah. too. I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're definitely people. set. You're going to be really cursed. Super cursed. <laughs> we are. Plus, I've been married 23 years. You're not going to scare me. <laughs> Shout out well... to the wife. <laughs> Wait, so I have a question. So if you get cursed with one thing and cursed with the other, does that mean you're double cursed or does it or negate canceled. Yeah, it that's canceled. true. <laughs> it's All right. canceled out. <laughs> All right. Dairylandsprites at gmail.com. If you've been cursed, but cursed like multiple <laughs> times, so they cancel each other. We need to know. Dairylandsprites, <laughs> gmail.com. Curse people. Please yeah, send us an email. Yeah, this is please science. Know. This is research. Mm-hmm. This is research, people. <laughs> uh, John, I'm going to rain on your parade now, though. Because oh. the tree. Yeah, the tree that Calvin ended his life with has been cut down. So oh. You, oh. you cannot be cursed you... by that one. But there's plenty of other ones to choose from. Fine. <laughs> uh, it stinks. All right. You know why? Yeah, you know, I just wanted to be cursed here and there just yeah. for fun on a weekend day yeah. <laughs> uh, well this cemetery mm. used to be open to the public but people have vandalized it oh. they've stolen headstones which i feel like is like a very bad juju thing to do right like, oh, like yeah. we don't do that so Ooh, it's oh. locked up now someone even stole calvin's headstone i was like that's what? lame so now his like whole story is lost to history so who knows where his headstone right. is but... Um, John, yeah, John, I don't know if you're familiar with this, but this cemetery is close to Boy Scout Lane, which I was yes. going to cover. I think we should cover that in a different episode, but um, I th- I don't know too much about it, but I think it is a story of like an entire Boy Scout troop correct. being murdered. Oh, that is correct. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, Again, we'll have to cover all that. All these episodes go together, Megan and Brooke, because that That's was true. our cursed roads. <laughs> They're all mm-hmm. tied together. Uh, mm-hmm. We didn't cover that one, but we covered very similar roads. So this is awesome, Megan. You are tying everything together. This is I know it's like it's like nice, that nice meme where bow. that guy is like connecting all the the dots uh-huh. and the string on the wall. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, Calvin, we're gonna leave you there because I'm gonna get back to Kate Blood. <laughs> so. Um, so back to Kate. So obviously, as I've kind of covered, Kate's story has kind of been twisted over the years. Like, is she an axe murderer? Is she a witch? Did her husband kill her? It's like, what? 
what is happening here? Right. So right. something interesting I wanted to point out is um, you can actually visit her headstone today at the Riverside Cemetery. But something interesting that I think might have played into people twisting her story is that she actually has her maiden name, Blood, listed on her tombstone rather than her married name, which was Miller. That's what, that's oh. what her husband's last name. So right. I looked into that and I, I mean, you can print whatever you damn want on your headstone, but I think featuring your maiden name is a little bit more rare, especially if you got yeah. married. And I looked into that and um, usually people do that if your family was like very prestigious or well-known. So I guess that kind of does make sense. Maybe she just wanted to, you know, highlight her last name and help it live right. on, which I guess she succeeded in that way. Right. Maybe yeah. not in the best way, but <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So I, that got me thinking, what should I put on my headstone? And that made me think that I think it'd be awesome to have a tagline underneath that says Megan bear slayer on it Ooh, because I yeah. don't know if you guys know, Brooke knows. So a few <laughs> years ago, I think it was in 2017, I was driving back to Eau Claire. That's where I went to college. And I was in Osseo on the highway and it was dark out. And I saw this thing, you know, flash by me in front of my car. And before I knew it, it felt like I hit a brick wall and my car oh, instantly oh. goes into like a smoke like it, it was crazy. And so I pull off to the side and I realized that I had hit a black bear on the highway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, so it's like in Wisconsin, like you see deer get hit yeah. all the time, but like right, black but bears, bears, I was like, are you kidding yeah. me? Like, this is like the worst thing that could happen to me. And uh, I, I don't think that the bear uh, survived because uh, no. the front of my car was like completely totaled and there was like fur stuck in it. So oh, I don't know, kind of yeah. metal. Kind of metal, John. It is, I like that. It is that pretty is metal. badass. I like but, it. Yeah. yeah. And Megan I loves like bears it. too. So it's I know. Sad. I <laughs> I was so like distraught the rest of the night. Like oh. I couldn't stop thinking about it. So we didn't uh, find him. So I guess there is a slight chance that he made it. I don't think he did, but you know, I I still think about wow. it. Wow. Yeah. I still yeah. think about him to this day. What, what, what do you so. think on your tombstone? Uh, well, <laughs> another a sidebar, uh, I could have Eagle Slayer, oh. <laughs> which is another. Oh, no. Okay, oh, my God. she didn't actually kill an eagle, guys. I didn't, Don't I didn't kill us. an eagle. <laughs> what happened was, what? Megan and I were coming back from Michigan the like a couple weeks ago, and we stopped in Indiana at a gas station, and there were gas station trinkets, and I knocked one over onto the ground and broke its head off. And I tried to flee the scene because these truckers told me to. And they said they wouldn't tell on me. And then the clerk came out after me and made me pay for it. It was like $20. Like it, was $20. it was like this stupid little porcelain eagle. And I was like, yeah, yeah. It, like, it seriously dropped maybe not even a foot onto the ground. And it broke. It was so Lame. dumb. But yeah, so oh. now, uh, now I'm known as the eagle slayer at work. So Because <laughs> so- it was a work trip. <laughs> you, you, Megan and Brooke are both metal. The only thing I've ever hit, well, I've hit a stork. A oh, stork. You could have okay. stork okay. slayer, <laughs> which is yeah. Lame. And then if you live in Wisconsin and you haven't hit a deer or had got close to hit a deer, you're you're not from Wisconsin, in my opinion. Or you know, yeah. And yes, mm. I've hit a deer. 
and killed a deer. And a stork, believe it or not, hit the side of my car when it was trying. Oh. To... Yeah, Oops. so I'm lame. <laughs> That's all. Like you guys are killing eagles and bears and like and you got a Godzilla stork. and King Kong, and I'm like, well, the stork. <laughs> That's all right, not guys. Fair. If we work together, we can get plots all next to each other and have Slayer on all of them, and no one will know yeah. what well, that means. It'll be great. And then they'll, then they'll make up stories about how we were just like a band of witches just yeah. sacrificing Sweet. animals and things. That is done and done. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm about it. <sighs> Man, we have too much fun. It should be illegal. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to finish up Kate's story here. So as I mentioned, her tombstone is at the Riverside Cemetery, obviously in Appleton, Wisconsin. You can go visit yourself. And this was actually the very first cemetery in the town. It was founded in 1870. So tons of people every year go and visit Kate's tombstone. And like I mentioned earlier, all the tombstones are together except for Kate's. Hers, you have to walk deeper into the woods and it's just like this lone tombstone just in a wooded area all by itself it's very interesting and i'll talk a little huh. bit about that later but here's kind of like the legend that people have around kate's tombstone and there's a variety of things people say but the biggest one is if you approach the headstone during a full moon you will witness blood dripping from the headstone yes which is very yes, interesting yes. yeah <laughs> Uh, another interesting thing is that people have said that her headstone feels hotter than the other ones. So I don't really know what that implies, but okay. maybe oh. it has like more energy about it or something like that. Or then, blood is oozing inside uh, of it like a person. Oh, that would be crazy. <laughs> Man, that's interesting. <laughs> Well, and then here's another thing. People have said that they've seen like shadows and apparitions near the grave, but I couldn't find a ton of accounts about that. So, yeah. Yeah. But I think, you know, based off of the people who live in Appleton, like while these stories are really interesting, I think it's kind of obvious that this Kate blood slander is like very unwarranted. Like I think people have just kind of right. like made up stories and added to mm -hmm. it over the years. And in fact, a lot of Appleton residents have made it their mission to clear her name saying these things are not Good true. Right. So, yeah. So, I mean, you can definitely visit, let us know if you feel any spooky things. Cause there's lots of people buried there. You know, there can always be, you know, other energy and other apparitions and different things like that there. So definitely let us know if you visited there and, um, if you felt anything spooky, so yeah, I'm going to go ahead and yeah, finish up. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, John. Appreciate it. So, so I feel personally that I feel like a lot of the like disturbing parts of this story just aren't true. Sorry. No. I think it's, it's just like slander on this nice <laughs> lady because she has a weird last name. Like, come on guys. It's rude. Yeah. So, um, Something interesting, few thing, interesting things I wanted to point out is that I mentioned that her plot is kind of pushed away from other people's. But if you kind of think about it, she was one of the first people that was buried at the Riverside Cemetery in the 1800s. So like the cemetery was only around for about four years before right. she died. So sure. I think she might have been placed in a spot that was like prime real estate along the Fox River because, you know, they wanted to have a nice view and 
you know, they were probably still figuring out where they were going to bury people. So it might have just been a coincidence that she was put away from the other people. Not that she was, you know, banished because she was an axe murderer or a witch. Right. Or whatever. It's like she was a prominent yeah. woman back in the day and she right. deserved a nice spot in the cemetery. For Absolutely. sure. And then another thing I wanted to point out is the the author, Chad Lewis, he was really talking about how like we mentioned in our last episode, like seeing is believing, like if you are really convinced that you're going to see an apparition or like this headstone is definitely warmer than other ones. It's like, mm, I don't know, maybe your brain tricks you into thinking that that's right. true and maybe it's not. So I, I think you have to have a healthy dose of skepticism when you visit. Last thing yeah, I wanted to point out, I thought this was kind of awkward. So Kate's husband he ended up remarrying a different lady. Her name was Mary Moulton Hutchinson. And all three of them are buried on the same plot. So can you imagine oh, really? like, your like oh, husband boy. remarried and then you have to like share your plot with like another random lady? <laughs> that is very odd. <laughs> yeah. So Mary's name is actually on the side of the headstone. Um, huh. And then Mary really? and George are... are yeah, Mary and George and Kate are all on the same headstone. It's very interesting. Really? That is very yeah. interesting. I don't think I've ever, like, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that maybe is, like, a common occurrence, but I've never seen that before. Very <laughs> Yeah. Well, I don't know if I'd be too cool about that, but maybe, you know, Kate right? is, like, a chill lady. She seemed nice. So. I'm trying to think of, like, what the better alternative would be like if they just took half of his remains and put it in one plot and half and put it <gasps> in the Ew, other Brooke, no some bones in one and some bones yeah. in the other wait so could you haunt both spots then maybe yeah. sure why not yeah, yeah. why not <laughs> you could do whatever you want you're a ghost yeah you're a ghost do whatever you want <laughs> Closing question for you guys. How would you feel if you died and then 150 years later, i.e. today, people were like bad-mouthing you and making things up like Brooke was an axe murderer and John was a witch. Warlock. Warlock. Nah, you a witch. I think, you know, I part of me would be happy that they're still talking about me, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, at least you're you know, your story lives on, maybe not in a true way, but yeah, you, you're but... still cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. So, look, as long as you make up some fun stuff about me, like, I yeah. I don't know, like, I was some Satanist in my basement, like, taking goats <laughs> and drinking their blood and stuff like that and listening <laughs> to Slayer and, you know, like, okay, cool, I like that. That's pretty cool. Part of yeah. that's true. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't make me out like I eat babies or, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Come on, that's too far. I'm not going to eat oh, babies. Yeah. I will sacrifice a goat. There's plenty of goats. <laughs> We're fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Crane on. slayer and goat kill. Cranes. I can <laughs> crane and goat kill all damn day. You can put that on me. Great. You know? For all you crane people out there getting upset with me right now, I don't care. Come at me. I'm ready. <laughs> it was an accident. All you crane people. 
We know you're out there. But that's super interesting because that's what history is. Is like <laughs> I'm a huge history buff, like I've told both of you before. And really right now, all this history is coming out because people are finding like all these things that are, that we learned way back when in high school that are, that are not true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we're learning like, oh, Benjamin Franklin was kind of a dick. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, he was this great he not guy. <laughs> right, yeah, he wasn't this great guy that everybody thought he was. And, you know, you're like, oh, our founding fathers endorsed slavery. Oh, wait a minute. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Right. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's true. It's fun to so, learn about history because, yeah. Yeah. And you find it, out all awesome. that stuff. And so... Brooke is an axe murderer. I'm a crane murderer. And of course, <laughs> you're the bear slayer, Megan. That's perfect. Yep. Love it. <laughs> oh, eagle. Uh, Sorry, good. Brooke. I'll give you the eagle. Eagle, uh, yeah, yeah, not an axe murderer. You, wait a minute. You <laughs> murdered something you want to tell us? Eagle with an axe. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that'd be terrible. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> see you, Oh, <laughs> So, Megan, well, why don't you that's wrap all I have it for up? you guys, but yeah, yeah. so I want to know, especially if you live in the Appleton area or you visited the Riverside <laughs> Cemetery, like, I want to know, like, have you been able to visit Kate's Headstone? I, I actually watched some YouTube videos about it, and it seems like a very, like, calm and relaxing spot, so... I, I feel like she's just living her best life down there, and yeah, you know, a very... Unproblematic yeah. life, even though people make up trying to make her about, problematic <laughs> about her, but yeah, so yeah. I, I feel and, for her, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I want to add if you want to send us some sugar cookies with the little blood dripping from it, hey, uh, you know, yeah, let us know, or we can pick it that up. That sounds Just great, <laughs> yeah, I'm about that. I'm, I will totally order it and have you mail it to me. Yeah, I'll go to Appleton for some cookies for sure. Yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> I know where we're going for Halloween, guys. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Done. <laughs> um, so that was a fantastic story, Megan. Um, I love that. Um, Brooke, what is our next week? What does that look? After we have Slenderman, we did that previously, and now we got bleeding tombstones and blood and all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, we'll see. We have a a very interesting story. It's not scary, but it's very odd and a little mysterious. It's uh, the disappearance of uh, Larry Bader. So, uh, and the reappearance potentially. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, in Wisconsin. Yeah, Darth Vader is in Wisconsin. You said Larry yes. Vader, is that correct? Oh. Larry Bader with the B. Vader, not huh. Vader. Cool. Yeah, not Vader. <laughs> That'd be a cool <laughs> last name, though. I wish. Uh, but yeah, it's it's gonna be a really fun story. Definitely some some intriguing, weird shenanigans. Uh, kind of Hodag esque a little bit. Who's an oh. eccentric guy? So, uh, yeah. So I think you guys will enjoy it. It's gonna be a good time. Uh, so yeah, stay stay tuned. All right, well, can't wait to hear, Rick. Yeah. yeah. Can't wait to hear it. Again, say hi to your ghost. If you have any bleeding tombstones uh, in your area, <laughs> please let us know. Um, if you hit a bear <laughs> and it runs into the woods, just check it out because it might be a man. So, Megan, you might have committed murder. I'm just saying. Maybe it was but, Bigfoot. You know, yeah. I did murder it. 
<laughs> my God, I'm a murderer, John. Well, you know what? I was so okay, scared after oh. that. I was like, if I hit a deer after I hit a bear, like I will pass away. Like I, <laughs> this would be so bad. Can't do this. Poor Megan. <laughs> okay, right. knock on wood right now. We're knocking on wood. Superstition. Uh, so again, say hi to your ghost. We love you. And uh, I'm excited about Larry Bader and missing disappearance. Mm-hmm. So we will see you next week. Sounds yeah, good. I can't wait to hear. Talk to you guys <laughs> later. Yeah, see ya. Later. See ya. <laughs>